Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode number one of Clubhouse Sandwich. For those of you who don't know what Clubhouse is, it is a drop-in audio app. Think live podcasts that you can talk in as well. Think like a radio show where you can call in, except for you don't call in, you raise your hand, and we promote you to speaker, and then you can say what you want to say. Think of it as a weekly Tori Amos conversation. We're going to start to have these weekly on Clubhouse. So get the Clubhouse app and join us. If you do get the Clubhouse app, app. Look for me, Efren Junior. Look for me, follow me, and look at my profile. You can see what clubs I'm in, and I'm in the club that I created called Clubhouse Sandwich, the Tori Amos Clubhouse Group. Right now, there's five members, five lonely members, so join us, join Clubhouse, download the Clubhouse app, find the Clubhouse Sandwich Group, listen to our Clubhouse Sandwich Clubhouses on Sundays. We're going to try to make this a regular thing, because even though the first one was light, it was a ton of fun, as you're about to hear. So enjoy, and remember to download the Clubhouse app, and if you need an invite, let me know. I'm disappointed, all in a club somewhere. Hi. I can hear myself. Are you not wearing headphones? I am wearing headphones. I don't know why you can hear yourself. Oh. Hi, Awad. Awad was in my last Clubhouse where we talked about Britney. Ooh. <laughs> I know. I didn't know that he knew so much about Britney. But I do know that he knows a lot about Tori. Miss, we're going to promote you to speaker. Um, how do we do that? Oh, we are going to invite you to speak. Hello. Oh, my God. This is so funny. I was literally talking the whole time and no one could hear me. Oh, <laughs> well, we oh. can hear you now. It's called Clubhouse. You know, this is like my like my second or third time on it. Are this we like, are you, we just like do all our clubhouses together? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I'm you for so being excited. here. I'm so excited. I love Clubhouse. This is so cute. It is cute, right? It is, like, really cute. This is David's <laughs> first Clubhouse. Yeah, oh, my first God. actual it's... Clubhouse. So I don't know how many of my friends can see that I'm in a Tori Amos Clubhouse sandwich. Are you embarrassed? <laughs> I don't know if I'm embarrassed, but I'm definitely curious <laughs> how many of them. Because, like... I work at this dispensary with like it's like an all black dispensary and I'm the oldest person that works there. And like they already think weird things about me. <laughs> and really? a bunch of them added me on Clubhouse. And so I'm very curious. Would they even know who or what she is? <laughs> no, because these kids didn't even know who Azalea Banks was. This was oh. amazing. <laughs> wow. How old are these kids? I mean, they're 21. They're all, like, oh. 21, 25, 26. Okay. But remember, like, Azalea Banks, her big hit was, like, 10 years ago. So they don't know... They certainly don't know Tori Amos. They don't know Azalea Banks. No. <laughs> um, no, they don't. So Awad started off by saying, uh, you're not embarrassed to be... But you're not going to be pinging them into the room with you. No. We'll be, we'll be advertising it. <laughs> you don't want them to hear Siren? No, I just don't think they have a lot of opinions about boys for Pele. <laughs> yet. Yeah, exactly. I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> what if you're supposed to be their Tory mentor? You could change lives. You could be a guru a Or lot. destroy well, lives. What do you start with? What's what that? What do you start with? You start with beauty queen horses always. <laughs> <laughs> the, start with the G. That G note. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. knock it out. Mm -hmm. We love a low G. We do love a low G. And speaking of starting with a low G, David... Um, <laughs> I mean, where could I be going? With you this? don't know where my G is. Could be high, could be low. <laughs> it's it's always on. We it's always know. on the move. Right. I think that speaking of starting things with a low G, David, this clubhouse has to start 
our clubhouse sandwich of Torimus has to start with a low G. Oh my God, we looked so hard for that Leslie cabinet. I was like, yeah. Eve, I feel it, it's coming. Please don't speak while I'm playing, David. Please do not There's speak. only one Leslie cabinet in the greater Los Angeles area and we found it. Stop playing. And it's in my house. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready to begin our clubhouse. We're ready to begin wow. clubhouse sandwich. Topic Tori Amos. I'm recording There's this so in the graveyard. To... Yeah, graveyard. Are you David? Mm -hmm. Yeah. A Always. What? what were you saying? A what? Carry on. I was saying there's so much to discuss. We have so many possibilities. Yeah. Well, the topic today is where would music be without Tori Amos? And in particular, where would we be without Tori Amos? And this is our first ever clubhouse. So hopefully people wow. will join. Oh, this is the opportunity where you have to ping everybody now, David, that we talked about. You have to ping everybody in your uh network <laughs> that likes story okay we've invited everyone into this room including they're all here Johnson. already right you <laughs> and well oh wait oh i'm the only one in your network who likes story yeah oh okay i'm inviting my friend matthew in okay yes you're right oh yeah oh awad and my friend matthew found out that they're like soulmates music soulmates oh yeah he really really <laughs> loves your uh atm no, he too, really does. No, not just ATM. Too free. The whole the whole CD. Oh wow. Yeah, he's into it. Okay, so today we're talking about where would music be without Tori Miss, and we're pulling from a BuzzFeed article published in March of 2014 that has always stuck with me, and I thought this would be a perfect time, a perfect way to start our weekly clubhouses, clubhouse, clubhouses. So we're going to start reading from it, and then we're just going to talk about it. So Amos pushed the envelope for musical innovation and confessional lyrics. Why didn't we notice? By well, Sadie Doyle. <laughs> yeah, this is a late author. The author was obviously late. <laughs> we did notice, Sadie. Where were you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, for a certain variety of 90s-raised, formerly goth-dabbling nerd woman, Taylor Swift's rendition of her red ballad all too well at this year's Grammys was a strikingly weird experience. As I watched the much-praised performance, I kept feeling a twinge of deja vu. The piercing stare into the camera, the casual but sassy hair-flip side-eye combination, the look-at-me-no-don't-look-at-me game she was playing, delicately inclined. Has Tori ever played Don't Look At Me? I think it's usually <laughs> just Look At Me. But That's actually a really good point. Uh, yeah, she's directly look at me. Please look directly into my eyes. Um, I'd like to remind you of someone called Clyde. Thank you. Hair. That's true. Hiding Talk. behind her dental floss. Like, look we at me. Her. Look at the left side of me, but not the right side of me. <laughs> um, we, we love Clyde. We love Clyde. Is she your favorite doll? It's The problem is Clyde doesn't love herself. Oh. That's fine. We can love it out of her. Oh, we can, we can out-love her. Not love out it out love of Clyde. <laughs> not love it out of her. Yes. <laughs> uh, we can out-love her. Um, the look at me, no, don't look at me game she was playing, delicately inclining her face away, lest we witness a moment too intimate for intrusion, then flipping over the shoulder glances at people in the seats. And then she started in with the head banging, and it hit me. Tori Amos. This Taylor Swift performance that everyone is talking about is Taylor Swift imitating Tori Amos. Did you see that Grammy's performance? I did, but it was like that year was a lot going on. Did you think that it was Tori that inspired? Was that was the year that Macklemore won over Kendrick Lamar. Oh. So that was like the big deal that happened. Mm. That one. So no one's even <laughs> like, bigger problems. Taylor was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it was like a deja vu moment that made me think of Tori. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. 
I didn't actually fine. see it. I did the the video's not on YouTube, so no. I don't know what. But it all know. too well is a good song. Like mm. it's a very good song. All too well is an excellent song. Let's listen to it. Should we listen to it for? No, no. we don't need to devote any time or energy to all too well. <laughs> oh, Shaggy loves Taylor Swift. Mm. Do you think that Tori Amos has seen Precious? The movie, the movie Precious, based yes, on the, the novel Pushed by based Sapphire. Based on the song Precious yes. Things by Tori Amos. <laughs> Do you think that she has seen it? Yes, probably. Why? I'd love to ask her about it. I I actually don't know. Does she go to the movies? <laughs> probably not. No. No. We have Mary Kirk, Jamie, and Dor in the house. We love... Somebody please invite them. <laughs> okay. Should we, should we uh, promote them to speaker? Well, I want to... Yes. Only if you raise your hand, we'll promote you to speaker. I don't want to like put anyone on the spot. Oh, door. <laughs> Invite. Did door. Raise your hand immediately. Yeah, we need to talk to door. Heck yeah, you're coming in, door. Get ready. I don't think Tori watches very many movies. No. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I wish that she had did. I can tell you that Tori watches Two and a Half Men. <laughs> really? On purpose? Yeah, because when I introduced her to Melanie Linsky, Melanie was like, oh my god, I love you so much. Thank you so much for your beautiful music over the years. And Tori straight up, without missing a beat, looked at her and said, thank you so much for your wonderful comedic performance on Two and a Half Men. <laughs> did she actually say your wonderful comedic performance? <laughs> Something like that. She was like, thanks for making us laugh on Two and a Half Men. And Melanie Linsky basically shit a brick and was like, I can't believe Tori Amos knows who I am. Uh... <laughs> That's and amazing. I was like, I can't believe Tori Amos watches Two and a Half Men. Oh, my God. But to wow. be fair, Dor, hasn't Tori also thanked you for your wonderful comedic <laughs> performance? And, <No>. and... <laughs> um, wow. She yeah. definitely didn't watch Hedwig. That's for sure. No, she didn't. But then she's never she... seen it. No, 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 no. That's not true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's not true. Because she ha she had never seen it uh, when I first asked her about it in 2000 and like. 2005 or 2007 or something she's like yeah thanks next and then when and then right before the tour that she played at, i don't know what year that was was it 2014 mm -hmm. right before that tour yeah. she uh she asked noah noah what should i know about on broadway what should i think about playing beforehand people are telling me i should know of hedwig and he was like oh you should talk to door about that mm -hmm. oh, and i only know that because noah told me he like was kind enough to message me and say oh you know tori and i were hanging out the other day on my birthday and she asked me about hedwig and i told her i deferred to door Oh basically. wow! Yeah, that sounds um, right. They, then... were, they were hanging out, by the way. I don't know if you know that. So but we know that she's seen one movie. And um, no, but then she hadn't seen it before the show, before the tour. But then she watched it afterwards. Min, uh, Mindy said she watched it several times in the bus, especially the wig in a box scene. Mm. Read into that what you will. Mm. Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> If you had two hours alone with Tori Amos to show her any one movie, what would you show her? And I want to hear from Awad, then Dor, then David. I would show her, God, Boys in the Hood. <laughs> okay, great. I think Boys in the Hood would be really, or Poetic Justice, probably uh -huh. Poetic Justice. She could relate because of Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson, yeah, she uh -huh. would get into it. Um, yeah. I think a 90s, like, black hip-hop movie would be really great. I love it. So, like, yeah. What about you, Dora? Poetic Justice speaks direct. Belly. I would oh. show her Hype Williams' belly. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen Belly. Wait, really? No. Oh, my God. Belly. We would watch Belly. <laughs> On our next podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What would you Definitely. show her, Dora? 
I have no idea. I, I haven't. Uh, this is a very serious question, and I have not had enough time to think about it. Yeah, I did some gut reactions there. Yours are good. I don't know. I mean, no clue. I, I want to say <laughs> something smart like, oh, that, the movie I would like to show her hasn't been made yet. I don't know. Or I want to see the movie that she's, you know. Like, didn't she... Um, didn't she sign on to co-produce something? Not The Light Princess, something else? She did. But what happened to that? What was that? Did know. she? She, she, she signed up to co-produce something with the, the people who made... Well, I don't know. It was many years ago. And uh, she's... I don't know. Oh. But she she thinks she wants to be in movies. But <laughs> did you, I want to watch that movie. <laughs> you know that Neverwhere's coming out like mm. a series, right? <clears throat> Do you think this if, if this had come out in like 2000, she would be composing the music for it? Crickets, no. crickets. I don't think so. I don't know. Topic I'm debunked. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not real, I'm not your real speaker. I don't know anything about that. Topic rejected. Okay. Um, what, what movie would you show her, David? Is this a movie that I like want to watch with Tori because I think no. it would be fun or something that I think she needs to see? She needs to she see needs it. To Even see if it, it is fun, she needs okay, to see Okay, well, it. I guess either way my answer is the same and that would be Howard the Duck. Oh my God. Uh, because <laughs> yes. I would want to watch it with her and have her do commentary and point out where she would have made different choices than Leah Thompson. <laughs> okay, great. That's actually a really, really great idea. Mm. <laughs> wow. You, I'm sure she saw it when it came out, and she, she took a group of she friends. She threw her popcorn down on the right. ground. Every actor, seriously, every actor that I know would go see a movie that they didn't get casted, so that they could like trash talk the person who did get cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, I think Dory, you would show her Totoro, no? My son would because that's one of the only movies he can name. But oh. <laughs> no, I've watched Totoro enough times for now. Thank you. Oh, okay, fair. It's real good though. Real That's good. sweet. <laughs> um, not that anyone asked, but I don't know what I would show her. I wouldn't show her any movies. Um, she's seen enough. Would you show her a web series? Like, oh, no. I would. I would. I would. I mean, like, I'm really into Big Brother lately, so I would just make her watch where I'm at at Big Brother, like season ten, episode seven. Like, that's where we'd start. <laughs> I just like fill her in. That's oh my, my answer. <laughs> um, okay, continuing on in the article, and we're reading from the article, Where Would Music Be Without Tori Amos from BuzzFeed? The woman continues on. Sadie says, I shouldn't have been surprised. Everywhere you look, people are stepping into the territory that Amos carved out. That flaming grand piano bit that Gaga did at the AMAs a few years back. That's a Tori thing. What is that? What are they talking about? Did Was the piano on fire? Yes. She, two, she played two pianos. And, oh, and that's right. Surviving. That's right. And everybody was freaking out. Yeah, I remember that. I was very offended by that. I was like, that's a Tori Amos thing. But it actually... Lady Gaga played two pianos yeah. at the same time? I thought that was Alicia Keys. Did Lady Gaga do it too? No. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. No, I think... No, I'm conflating two things. Yeah, maybe I am too. Um, Joanna Newsom records nine-minute freeform orchestral jams about convoluted personal mythology on an archaic classical instrument. Hey, I liked Yes, Anastasia, too. Convoluted. That's rude. <laughs> that is rude. St. <laughs> Vincent's coupling of intensely pretty vocals and lush orchestral landscapes with harsh guitar dissonance. See from the Choir Girl Hotel. I think that's accurate. What? Rude? <laughs> they're saying that everyone owes something to Tori. That's what this they're saying. This is a rude article. <laughs> it's a, well, it depends on what side you're on. <laughs> If you're, 
If you're on the side of Lady Gaga, Joanna Newsom, and St. Vincent, it's rude. You must pick a side, fear, love, or Gaga. Right. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, Are those the flavor lyrics? I don't know. <laughs> sure any, you don't. Is anyone here a Joanna Newsom fan? No. No. Does anyone like Joanna Newsom? I was personally. I heard a little Joanna Newsom last night. I was watching um, Enlightened with Laura Dern, and they use it over the end credits. You were watching Enlightened with Laura Dern? Yeah, I w- yes. <laughs> she invited me over. That's she was amazing. Like, I'm you doing a anything. career retrospective screening series. Come watch Enlightened with me. And I was like, that's cool. We've literally been talking all day, David, and you should say a word. <laughs> I always bury the lead. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so do we like St. Vincent? Of course we like St. Vincent. She is talented. Uh-oh. Here we go. No, nothing else. Uh, <laughs> I heard a butt coming until I said something, and then you. No, no, she's fine. She's fine. She's, I think she is talented. <laughs> Thank you. She made a movie. She did. She did. Yeah. Did anybody, I didn't see it. Did anybody see it? Mm-mm. I did see it. <laughs> it's fine. She's fine. It <laughs> is a film. I mean, it can't it can't be great because it was only just bought like last week, and that that's over a year after it came out. Mm. Festival. It's called Happy Birthday, and it was a series. It's a short film. Well, she made a a feature as well called Nowhere In. Oh, I did not see that. Oh, didn't she make it with uh, Carrie Brownstein? Or am I totally making all this up? Somebody. No, no, no. I just saw a short thing to make up. But what's it called? Nowhere in, like do drop in, but nowhere in. Oh, the nowhere in. Let me look. I'm looking it up. I'm using a program or a website I enjoy called Google. The Nowhere In, released in 2020. Ooh. Starring St. Vincent. And... Yeah, but didn't she also direct it? Hey, my friend Ezra Buzzington's in it. Oh, my God. Hi, Ezra. Hi, Ezra. Um, directed by Bill Benz. No, and written by oh. St. Vincent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. I knew I was fucking it up somehow. <laughs> um, I think you got it pretty pretty good, Dor. But you saw her short? I'm on. I want to see her short. I did. It's very good, and it's called Happy Birthday. It's different. It's different. <laughs> it's a film. <laughs> it's a film. <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem um, with St. Vincent? I don't have an issue with her. I just don't ever think... Like, I used to... I've seen her live a couple times, and... I respect her. I don't know. What, I what would you do if you found out like St. Vincent had an issue with you? <laughs> I think. Are you guys in a fight? No. I think Is she's there a great. rivalry? Oh. <laughs> she knows what she Sorry, did. Right you heard it here only. <laughs> um, you have to respect her because she was born on September 28th, 1982, which is exactly 19 years to the day of the opening of the Strange Little Tour in West Palm Beach, September 20th, 2001. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you have to respect that. You gotta respect that. <laughs> you really, really do. Uh. Um, I like St. Vincent. We listened to her all throughout the Native Invader Tour. So that's what we really were rocking in the car. In fact... She's good. I just never want to listen to her on purpose. Well, have you heard this song? It's called Pills. Me and Shaggy would take our Truvada to it every day. We had an alarm set to Pills, and here it is. Pills. By St. Vincent. Pills, 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 pills. That's, I think, what it, how it goes. I can't remember anymore. Pills to wake, pills to sleep, pills, pills, pills every day of the week. Pills to walk, pills to think, pills, pills, pills for the family. We literally, that would go off and we would take our prep. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know Shaggy. You know, he loves a little pun. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So, considering this is our first clubhouse, I mean, I guess there's not that many Torimus fans on clubhouse. We see Jamie, and I think he might be, you may be the only Torimus fan on clubhouse besides Door and us. <laughs> and Awad, who's afraid to <laughs> ping his friends. He's afraid to ping his network. <laughs> Oh, no. I thought it was in Azalea Banks' room. <laughs> they don't even know who she is. Who do they know, then? Who do they know? Who is they there to know? They only know Chicago rap oh, and who? DC rap. Oh, okay. Well, that's a very bizarre niche. Those clubhouses have, like, thousands of people. Really? Maybe we should yeah. promote there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hi, I see you're interested in music. Um, <laughs> I, boy, do I have a clubhouse that you'll enjoy. <laughs> hey, can we re- can we reveal what we're doing, Awad? Yes, we can totally go. Pubs. David, I don't even think David knows. Did I? I might have mentioned it to you, David. Are you ready for this? What? Um, Awad's recording. You want? Why don't you say it, Awad? Shut up! You... I totally want to like reimagine oh. like four songs over like techno. Four Tory songs. And like, yeah, four. Do you have some in mind? I do. I wanted to do like some weird ones. Um, I love your choices. Can you share the choice? <laughs> you don't remember the choices? <laughs> uh, yes. So the first and foremost lead single will be Your Cloud. You've heard his cover of Your Cloud, right? I did that. That was good. <laughs> That's a banger. Mm-hmm. Then we, we discussed, I mean, you can change your mind, but we discussed Mother Revolution, didn't we? No, I do not want to do that. Why? <laughs> That's a bad song. <laughs> you know what? I can't even. How dare a you? Wife, a wife alone. Um, you had decided for you had decided on God. Your love, cl- God. God, your cloud. Wednesday, horses. Wednesday is the one. And never seen blue. Yeah, never seen blue is also really, really fucking good. Yeah, and we want to press it to vinyl and release it, David. As our first vinyl in- entry into the vinyl foray. Can we do that and then play it and sample it and remix it into our cover of Cruel or something? Oh, yeah. Yes. Can we sing bank- background vocals? Yes. I love it. It's done. <laughs> I wanted to mention, like, also, I mean, if I sent you that Katie Lang remix. Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. You sure did. Which, which is definitely in the same vein as what I'm trying to do, which is, like, techno with, like, Literally, Tori Amos's words over top of it, Let's, ready for the rain. Can we present this to David and then get his opinion? David, I really yes. want your opinion, your knowledgeable opinion. Okay. Um, I really want Awad to do this, and I really want him to... Uh, I really want to press it to vinyl. I really want us to press it to vinyl and have the Sideways Society produce it and, like, you know, handle the vinyl. You know, because we, we want to get into vinyl. We want to have a nice vinyl catalog <laughs> so that we can then license some old... Tori Amos shows and release them. Yeah, that's like, but we wa- we have to have a track record, and we want to start here. So, David, yes. the best time I think to do it is before she releases any new music. Like we need. We to- always got to get out ahead of her. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a <laughs> there's a drought right now, and it's a, there's a drought that Christmas tide yeah. did not fill. So- when she thinks we're gonna zig, we zag. Yeah. Keep up, Amos. Should have should have looked at our Instagram story sooner. Yeah. I just think it would also be really funny to sing Never Seen, Never Seen Blue for, well, like, people. I think, yeah, I think it'd be amazing. I think it'd be Because funny. it's so intimate, 
No, just because it's a really <laughs> You'll feel good exposed. Song. <laughs> it is very insane. <laughs> and also, what is wrong with you if you've never seen Blue? Like, are you just not paying attention? <laughs> There's a, yeah, a second half the of that sentence. It <laughs> just doesn't make any sense. There's a second half to that sentence. I've never seen Blue like the blues he drives. Oh, right. That kind of Blue. I've Where does he blue. drive them in and around? And through me again. Lit. That's so tight. It's, yeah, I can hear it <laughs> over so a lot beat. Yeah. Um, the BuzzFeed yeah, we... article continues on to say that the <laughs> list goes on. It's beyond St. Vincent, Joanna Newsom, and Taylor Swift. The list goes on, and the influence isn't confined to just ladies. Try to subtract Tori Amos from Anthony and the Johnsons. This article is dated. <laughs> How dare you assume Anthony's gender? And you'll be surprised how much you lose. Couple... Also, that's the only kind of math I can do. Subtraction. Yeah, because you subtract Anthony and the Johnsons from Tori. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. A couple years ago, when asked point blank whether she thought she got too little credit for influencing the direction of music, Amos responded with good-natured resignation. You want to read this quote, David? And read it in your best tour. She was like, yes, finally someone asked me, and don't you want to know who Poppy is? <laughs> no, that's not, <laughs> that's not what she said. She said, all I know is that there are a lot more piano players than there were in 1992, and you think she lit up her invisible cigarette as she was saying that? <laughs> yeah, she, she tipped an invisible beret at mm -hmm. the at herself. Mm -hmm. In the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She said, uh -huh. Why don't you f read the next paragraph, David? This is a okay. good article, and I think it should last the whole episode of our first clubhouse. That's what this is about. Hit it. David. All right. Not all of the acts I've listed above are necessarily Amos fans, but they don't need to like Amos to owe their careers to her. By throwing out so many hitherto unheard of mutations of pop music, she effectively taught audiences how to hear Joanna Newsom's odd alternate universe fairy tales or Swift's defiantly personal everything but his phone number lyrics before they happen. That's so rude. She taught, what, what's rude about that? Tell me what's rude about that. She taught us how to hear these beautiful... Are you saying that you wouldn't hear Johanna Newsom's odd shit? I wouldn't hear it. I would just like, it would hit an, it would hit like a, a, a octave above my, my ear capability. I had to be, I had to be walked into it by Tori Amos. Yeah, you wouldn't That's know what to true. make of it. You'd yeah. be like, Como say, huh? I don't think so, Joanna Newsom. <laughs> I can't even figure this out. <laughs> um, what's rude about it? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's like, didn't you just say that Taylor Swift had everything but his phone number here? <laughs> yeah, well, that's rude. Everything that but his phone rude. number. That's rude. <laughs> um, but the fact that Tori Amos taught us how to hear Joanna Newsom is what they're saying. That she effectively <laughs> taught audiences how to hear. <laughs> it's the truth. What Stan wrote this piece? Her name is Sadie. Wait, we have her name. Sadie Doyle of wow. BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed contributor, Sadie Doyle. Go off. Sadie Go off, Doyle. Sadie. Yes. Go off. <laughs> um, I think it's true, though. Like, if you just look at, I mean, come on. Let's just talk about the 90s. What, what musicians, what singer-songwriter, female singer-songwriters might not have gotten their contract had Tori not been so big? On Who's that girl that sang that song, When I Kiss Your Mouth? When I Kiss Your Mouth? When oh, are you talking I about Jill Sobiel? No. When I Kiss Your Mouth. Oh, Meryl Bainbridge. <gasps> Thank you. Meryl Bainbridge. Turn me upside down. <laughs> Don't want to waste it. <laughs> I was feeling that in 1995. I'd shut my bedroom door and just be like, uh, I do. <laughs> I do want to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about Meryl Bainbridge in literal years. <laughs> literal years. Yeah. 
Meryl Bainbridge owes some career to Little Earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> Who else owes career to Little Earthquakes? Yeah, get in line, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, right. Let's start with Meryl Bainbridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's somebody I forgot all about. But then, like, what about Vanessa Carlton, Michelle Branch? Yes. Come mm. on. Come on. I love you always forever. I love you always forever. Near that's five. precious things. <laughs> that is her precious things. That's true. That is precious things. Yeah. Um, the article continues. Why don't you read? <laughs> that really is so you can make me calm. That doesn't make me <laughs> That song. It's like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you continue on, David, to read? Okay. There's more. I'm excited there's more. There's more. There's an hour's worth of material here. We've put it out, Awad. It's, it's girthy. This is great. Yeah. This is great. Okay. All right. Laying out a path this broad, however, required Amos to take a startling amount of personal and professional risks. This Despite, broad. This broad. This broad. <laughs> this broad took risks. Uh, this article has not aged well. All right. The <laughs> <laughs> the kind of risk that an artist who wants to maintain a consistent fan base, let, al- let alone consistent critical approval. Wow, we were so mean. Or swift level <laughs> sales can scarcely afford. <laughs> that risk taking has resulted in both uniquely great albums and some shockingly bad ones. Damn. Wow. That's Which rude. Mean, How yeah. come you didn't say that, Awad? That's actually bad. the rude thing in the article. I mean, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> This whole, I've resigned myself to thinking this whole article is real. Right. What, which album do you think she's talking about shockingly bad? Obviously, Beekeeper. Were we shocked, though? You threw it out your car window. I yeah, did. we were shocked. I threw it out my car. <laughs> Don't say it like that. No, I went I'm back, sorry. I went back it and rebought a... it. I had to buy it again because I realized like I hadn't. I wanted to hear it. I know. It, was just it is kind of good sometimes. No, I've, I definitely cut down the Beekeeper to my 12-track preferred version. And I love it. That's good. Yeah, but go ahead, David. Sorry. All right. Which may be why these days we scarcely talk about Amos. Well, speak for yourself. And <laughs> yeah. weekly, we talk about her weekly. <laughs> weekly, we talk about daily. Actually, I have a we have a daily show. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when we do, it's usually to mock her. All right. Oh, what? We Sean O'Neill at the AV Club, for example, por ejemplo, has dubbed her a walking, talking tarot card. Yeah. And a singing ensign stick. I don't think either of those things is particularly insulting, and I've been referred to as both myself. <laughs> singing ensign stick. Turning, <laughs> yeah. Ultimately turning the adjective Tori Amosy into its own insult, inviting comments on the level of, I'd bang that in 95. I did, and I'd do it again. And she is a hero. <laughs> she is a hero of the internet's greatest greasy lesbian. First of all. Who's on that list? First of all. So wait, what? <laughs> I just want to just check in with the what. <laughs> This is a this article is rude, but to be called Tori Amosy is that an insult or a compliment? Let's think about it. I think that's a compliment, but also it's like you said she's a tarot card and like an a walking stick. talking tarot card and a singing when has she ever told stick. us her birth chart? Never, never, she's never mentioned never. her birth chart. She's actually very very think- grounded, and it's it's really frustrating to hear people who always think of her as sort of like airy fairy. Sort of yeah. head in the clouds when she's act. I find her to be really, really grounded. Do you think like, being Tori Amos just made fourteen records? I think she's good. Sixteen, right? A lot. Yeah, sixteen. Okay. Okay. Fair. <laughs> Do you think being Tori Amosy could be an insult depending on the context? 
like musically if you're being Tori Amosy, uh, that's good. But if in a relationship uh, you're being Tori Amosy, you're like, ooh. <laughs> if you're on a runway and they describe something as Tori Amosy. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like fat during fashion week. <laughs> that's definitely yes. an insult. Ooh. <laughs> Mm. Um, I think we should take a little break. We're almost at the halfway point. So since uh, this is our first clubhouse, we're going to kick it off with uh, our favorite 90s song. Yeah. Yeah, this song is so good. I feel like I've been blown apart. There are pieces here. I don't know where they go. I don't know where they go. Kiss me on my salty lips. I bet you feel a little crazy, but for me, we'll be famous on TV. Would it be my fault if I wow. could turn you on? Would I be so bad I if I could turn you on? Hello. Hi, welcome so, back. Would it be so bad? Now, this song has four million. I guess streams on Spotify. Half of them are me, though. <laughs> I believe that. I'm at least the other quarter. I am not ashamed to tell you that I could sing the lyrics to that entire song. Me too. I was... If I had to, don't make me though. Yeah. Don't no, don't make me do that. Me. Only if you force me. <laughs> um, but the next, her next most popular song, "Under the Water," has less than a million streams. Seven hundred eighty-five thousand. Okay, not I don't that think I know that one. Not that, yeah, who, I don't either. <laughs> um, okay, keep reading. I'm, I, okay. I was with you till the internet's gre- greatest greasy lesbians. Yeah, That's greatest what? greasy lesbian. Those GGLs. When if it's last easy we to left pick up our traces, heroines. If it's easy to pick up traces of Amos and the artists that came after her, it's remarkably difficult to pin down what kind of music she actually makes. In the early '90s, her raw approach and uncomfortable subjects—masturbation, menstruation, suicide, sexual assault—got her pegged wow. as alternative rock. It's not rude, Awa. Wow. It's true. It's not rude. It's true. There are wow. uncomfortable subjects, and she that is sing about that them. is classic Eve. I'm not being mean. I'm just being honest. Right. Um, <laughs> That's not rude. She mentioned one time about one masturbation, and oh, she did not mention it one time. She went. That was the lead story in the under. The pink press cycle was icicle. Come on. Yeah. Remember That's that time so she remember that time she loved herself best alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ding 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 code red. Yeah. Um okay. but Wow. But, but her operatic melod- melody, why is that hard to say? Melodramatically earnest vocal delivery is more Whitney Houston than Kim Gordon. And she started her career in full on corporate pap, submitting songs for consideration to share. For your consideration. Story. Um, <laughs> what was the song? Um, um, I could. No, what it's is a, it? Love. No, uh. Oh God! I want it that oh, way. No, it was a song. I remember yeah. when. <laughs> it was a song. Uh, but I'm experienced, babe. But I'm experienced. But I'm experienced, babe. Yeah. Does it push you away? away. All right. Um, <laughs> we can learn how to love. <laughs> Tori has clear influences of her own. Led Zeppelin, Joan I. Mitchell, and the Cocktail Twins. Cocktail. Cocktail. Cocktail, right? Cocktail, yeah. Cocktail, your twins. Cock those toes. Okay, keep going. 
And while Taylor Swift might spend her early 20s doing obvious Tori Amos impressions, it's only fair to note that Tori Amos spent her 20s doing obvious impressions of Kate Bush, albeit blurred through a heavy filter, the white diamonds filter, of her own distinctive <laughs> lyrical strangeness. Should I keep going? Well, let's talk about that. Okay. I mean, wow. Can we start with the thing where you said that Tori spent her years like ripping Kate and now Taylor is ripping. You know, Kate. you know that wasn't me, right? I know. But you're narrowing, okay. Just so checking. Sadie, like, come for you, really. Sadie, quick. is that you? Sadie. Sadie, it's Sadie through Sadie yeah. Anderson. Sadie Anderson. <laughs> A lady named Sadie um, Anderson. Do you know that? I felt like it was really rude. <laughs> um, mentioning that Taylor is just why? Why can't Taylor just be doing that through her own? Lyrics, but Taylor be Taylor. Strangeness. Well, Taylor, yeah. do you know that Taylor did a cover of A Sort of Fairy Tale ten, about 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did it in D.C. Yeah. Oh, really? Were you there? No, I wasn't there, oh. but I know that it happened here. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Good story, y'all. Good one. Did she perform wow. it as a single leg in a high heel? No, she performed it <laughs> as a that single girl with weird. a guitar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do y'all think that Tori was actually influenced by Joni Mitchell and the Cocteau Twins? She said as much. Well, not the Cocteau Twins, but Joni not Mitchell for sure. the Cocteau Twins. I'm going to say no to the Cocteau Twins. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> she was not that cool. No. I mean, what year she were the Cocteau Twins the at their height of their popularity? Mm, Cocteau Twins? I don't think she was ever like, I can, I, that's something I do. <laughs> well, I can see the, the comparisons on the vocals, I guess. Can you? I can see the comparisons on the Cocteau Twins vocals lately. Just the 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 soprano, not like the. I, th- I find the Cocteau Twins to be a little bit shoegaze. You know, they're kind of like buried. They in the are mix. shoegaze. Yeah, they're yeah. totally so. I Tori would never be that. I don't think that vocally experimental or hasn't been in years and years. But um, I just feel like that that comparison was a stretch. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Right. I was thinking. I was thinking the Aphex Twins. No. I, <laughs> No? no. What about and more so visually? No. Can't you see how like the winter video was inspired by no. "Come to Daddy"? No. I mean, obviously. <laughs> um, it actually reminded me of the Eddie Murphy special "Raw." Oh. In the way that it was filmed, like the Thousand Oceans video. Yeah, it makes me want to party all the time. Mm. Starring one Meghan Markle. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, why don't you continue? Okay. It'd be possible to peg Amos as a writer of pretty sentimental ballads. I do not want to peg Amos. Nope. But even her Celine... Can you imagine? <laughs> but even her Celine Dion-esque work... Now that might be the bottom of the barrel in terms of insults. Her Celine Dion-esque work... Yeah, Awad stays silent. There's tends... not a rude to be heard. <laughs> wow. Tends to warp into weird structures, switch genres abruptly, or bait a conventional torch song hook with explicit information about the narrator's vaginal dryness. Vaginal. What the fuck song is that? Wait, Northern wait, say, read, that, oh, read that. Sorry. Uh, I was going to play I our... buzzed in. I can't help myself. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Her songs are littered with, with distorted quotes. Hey Jupiter stops in mid-heartbreak, gathers itself, and launches into the coda of Purple Rain. Spark, yep. take, Spark takes chunks of Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, and purees them into a mix of shifting time signatures and sparkly guitar pedal effects. Blood Roses sounds like a Bach harpsichord concerto as played by a woman who just dumped her clothes onto the lawn and set them on fire. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get that. Okay, I want to listen to Blood Roses okay. and see if that's true. 
Okay. <laughs> I guess they're right. Shaved every place where exactly you've been. Like it. <laughs> okay. I um, think you're queer. <laughs> um, the article goes on to say, and then there's the genuinely weird material. And then there's the genuinely weird material. Detura oh. is a spoken word chant over a piano spark. riff played in a jagged, asymmetric time signature that no human being has used before or since. It's what? Well, it's probably true, because that time signature is weird. It's like 9-6, right? <laughs> yeah, it's so it's weird. There's like an art, there's a whole like thesis written on it that I found online. It's punctuated with chopped up wailing and bits where the piano is distorted through a guitar amp, and then bef- and that's before it turns into an entirely different song, which sounds like slowly freezing to death in space whilst picking up radio transmissions from an elven funeral ceremony. So you know, regulatorium and stuff. That's rude. Is the guitar? Yeah. Are they saying the guitar or the piano is distorted through a guitar amp in Daytura? Because that's not true. No, there's an actual guitar in that. Song. Yeah, yeah, maybe they meant blood roses. Oh. Maybe. It sounds like you were just talking about Daytora. Yeah, that's Sadie needs to get her shit together. I mean, her. Stuff she's together. not a good writer, you guys. <laughs> she's a great writer, but she's got <laughs> all the wrong thoughts. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it out. She's not a great writer. She's too rude. No, I, this. But personal. see, I defend her because this article is actually placing Amos as the Tory, as the godmother of all musicians. So, like, I mean, I love that in theory, but this is extremely disrespectful. I, I, but I do believe that Sadie thinks that music would not have continued had Little Earthquakes not come out. Like, it I would mean, have just been the point. end of it. And I like that. She's got a point. Yeah. Uh, is there is that is that how it ends regular? No, no, no. no. <laughs> There's a lot more. <laughs> Let's go. Go hit it, David. There have been notable misfires, plural. 2005's The Beekeeper <laughs> no, is as bl- no, what? No, I mean, keep going, but no. It doesn't. It, okay. Two, 2005's no, The Beekeeper no. is as bland and tacky as Pink Franzia box wine. What? I want to play. I want to play a bop, and let's just take a moment. Ooh, yeah. God. This is your jam. This, this is, is my, my jam. This jam. is not on my top ten, but it should be. It's a really amazing song. What if it was just instrumental and there were no words? You would love it. I would love it. And I do mm-hmm. love the words as well. Like Same. It's a song about like looking back and like what would have happened if I had screwed up that day, you know? Like, Doesn't it remind you of prom? It does I did, I never went to prom. I went to prom for like five minutes and hated it. Hypothetical prom. Oh. The prom in your heart. Oh, I have no prom. What if in your my prom heart? theme was Martha's Foolish Ginger? <laughs> <laughs> High concept. <laughs> that would, I would go to that prom. Oh yeah. that prom. Set sail for the high seas on Can Martha's Foolish Ginger. Oh, we can. <laughs> can we make it a short film? We can license. Yeah, we'll have to license the track, and then we'll do it. Uh, yes. Yeah. I love that idea. It says this prom does contain MFG. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> She's always operating so far out on a limb that she risks breaking it, crashing down into unlistenable self-indulgence. But when her dangerous choices pay off, it's uniquely thrilling. 1996's Boys for Pele is an 18-song concept album about traveling to hell to get over a breakup, scored to harpsichord, harmonium, and brass band. On paper, is that what that's about? That's what it is. It's what it's about. That's actually. Is it literally about going to hell to get over? Yeah, a she goes into the underworld to get her talisman. 
uh, then something else happens. I can't remember. Have you listened to our show a lot? <laughs> On paper. Well, wait. She, so when she puts the damage on, she's actually coming back to Earth. She is. She's coming back up. No, when she's when and when and she's landed back on Earth when she sees that star twinkle. It's like she's back right. in the overworld. <sighs> wow. Yeah. On paper, it sounds like something from Tim Burton's Dream Journal, but somehow it's fantastic. Perhaps her best work to date. Did you see the Instagram recently where Tori like paid homage to that record? To Pele? Yeah, in January. On to a, her own record? On yeah, the, I on did the, see Yeah, that on the 25th anniversary. Thanks. What did she say? She said, if you roll with this record, I roll with you, basically. Yeah. That, it's, that was like a formative record in her journey, and it's still hard for her to listen to or something like that. Maybe I'm making that part up, but... Um, and she can't wait to see us and give us hugs. Yes, hugs. T. That's mm -hmm. what she wrote. <laughs> oh my God. Hugs. Yes. Was she hugs. like? Can we die flicker? Yeah. Yes, flicker. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hugs. Yes, hugs. Is she That's right, insisting I said it. on vaccinations? <laughs> show me your vax card if you want to hug. <clears throat> <clears throat> She's um, insisting on vaccinations before I, these. <laughs> you know what? Because her meet and greets are so touchy. They are so touchy. She could probably insist on them small super spreader events in each city <laughs> that's rude small mid-size they're mid-sized mid um when men display amos's brand of unpredictable reckless ambition we call them geniuses think of jack white who's called I mean, what i'm not going that no think of jack white or how very strange radiohead radiohead's kid a sounded when it was first released but how enthusiastically that strangeness was greeted look outside of music too at how we adore the formal experimentation and or self-indulgence of david foster wallace or charlie kaufman or community creator dan Harmon. spike jones just got an oscar for writing about his imaginary girlfriend what movie is that is that her what's what is that about is that the movie her did spike jones write that no <laughs> I don't know. For a guy doing strange things with form and pulling up bizarre visions from the core of his own personal torment is proof that he's a capital A artist, but we scarcely mention it when we talk or don't talk about Tori Amos. She's like, why hasn't Kehende Wiley painted Tori Amos yet? Hey, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> like, what's going on there? Awad, didn't you do a cover of Martha's Foolish Ginger? Or am I making that up? I've never done a cover of Martha's Foolish Ginger. I don't think I will. Did I we sing will. it in the car, like, heading towards the beach ever maybe that could have happened i yeah i always associate that song with you from some weird reason i love that song it's my favorite song mm -hmm. it's a it's a bop it's a really really good song it is great. <laughs> um but you wouldn't cover it no no why <laughs> i like what no <laughs> of all the tory songs you wouldn't touch that one I want to do weird ones just to make it fun for me. <laughs> well, do when are we going to get those uh, techno tracks? When do you think you'll be done recording? I mean, I could do them anytime, I guess. I'm well, just being kind of lazy about it. Okay, well, I'm going to put you on a deadline. It's March 21st. I need them by March 22nd. Is that, <laughs> is that good? Go. Uh, what, about, what about May 1st? Is that a good deadline to get five tracks from you? May first could be cute. Let's try. Okay. I'm on the I'm on the record in the clubhouse. Okay. Can we just do one a week and then that'll be four weeks from now? Five sure. weeks. Sure. What am I doing? I'm just doing those tracks. Every Sunday. Every Sunday I'm gonna check in on you. I'm gonna hold you accountable. And every Sunday Let's do it. Okay. I'm checking in. Let's do it. Okay. You wanna read that you wanna finish the article, David? We're almost done with this article. <laughs> We're almost yeah, about right. to find out her influence on music. I mean we didn't even really talk about what they what we just went through about how all these men owe her. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about I can't, that. I need time to process it. I can't talk about it. 
I'm like, yeah, she just said David Foster Wallace didn't hear Choir Girl. <laughs> and he should have. <laughs> Charlie Kaufman could have appreciated Strange Little Girl. He would have. He actually could have. <laughs> he would have greatly appreciated it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Is right. ta Coates familiar with <laughs> the work of Tori Amos post-2005? <laughs> Oh, who was that photographer she worked with? Like when she was doing the resistance press, you know, which one when she was wearing that like watercolor jumper. Yeah. What was that? I was like, no, I loved it. Are you talking about the clothes? Yeah. I loved who it. Who was that? Oh, who was that? I don't remember. It was a, she was a woman. I know that was a female photographer. Oh, I can't remember her name. Anyway. Mm. Anyway, you want to keep going, David? Sure. I hate to pull up because the patriarchy here, but I can think of no other reason why so many people have worked so hard to avoid, engage, to avoid engaging with her work. That's true. You have to work harder to avoid Tori Amos than you would to actually just listen to her. Mm-hmm. Or why they so often do it by way of trivializing Amy her, Am- Amos herself. Amy. I've heard name if I Amy. Seek, Amos. If I seek Amy of trivializing <laughs> Amos herself. <laughs> when that's when a, a woman claims the freedom to experiment, that's necessary to approach genius territory. The freedom to disregard or flaunt expectations, to alienate people, to fall flat on her face, to produce something that it might take more than one or two casual listens to penetrate. She's grabbing at a traditionally male prerogative. When that happens, rather than admitting that a woman might intentionally release unusual work because she's got some new ideas, most of us decide that she's letting weird stuff leak out by accident. I hate that. Instead of <laughs> what applauding... does that mean? <laughs> I think you know. Instead of applauding her sense of purpose. Hmm. That's interesting. I, the first thing I'm thinking of is art pop, like how that was panned for being so weird. And we all love it. I never have heard it. I'm not, I don't really listen to Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's really good. Is it? Should I start I there? Art pop is, I think art pop is good. Is it her Pele? No, her Pele <laughs> is born this way. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. So I'll start there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, no, start with the fame. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's Lady the Gaga first one, right? Predictable in that way, where her early material is her best. Oh, okay, so that's her little earthquakes. Yeah, that okay. is definitely her earthquakes. Okay, great, thank you. Chromatica is her <laughs> choir girl. choir girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know how hard I've been trying to find Chromatica Oreos? I am not joking. I can't find them anywhere. Is it even possible for them to be good though? The, I've heard they taste just like the vanilla, the golden Oreos. Does anybody in that room know about Chromatica Oreos? Want to speak on it? I. Well, I haven't tried them, but I would encourage you to skip the Chromatica Oreos and design your own because you can create custom Oreos. Really? Yes, you can. How? I have done it yesterday. Wait, online? You just order? What? Yes. Tell me. Okay, what's the website? Go to... Go to Oreo.com. I'm doing it now. I'm pausing myself. And just let it let it take you. Let the inspiration find you. Oreo.com? Can you make American Doll Posse Oreos <gasps> for the album anniversary of each of the dolls? <laughs> should we? Yes, we yes. should. And yes, we will. Yes, I absolutely for, for will. For the anniversary and then brand it and then release mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. I had a Order filter. enough of them right now. <laughs> we paid my friend Maggie, who's a social media uh, Maven. No, she has a job title. Oh, manager, social media manager uh, for where I work. <laughs> we paid her extra money to design a filter for us for the podcast that would tell you what doll you were. And nice. we, what's that? 
I said nice. I know, and it was perfect, and it was it looked beautiful, and we got banned. Not banned. We got we our filter was rejected because we had used pictures of Tori Amos, so we resubmitted it again, I think, or maybe we hadn't, but I think we resubmitted it again with the drawings from the bootlegs, and nice. we were we were rejected again. <laughs> so not nice, rude. So I still want to do that filter. That was like back when filters were like just starting about a year and a half ago. So anyway. Can you imagine Clyde Oreos? Mm -hmm. I can't. What, they'd just be regular Oreos. Oh, they'd be sad Oreos. Like the Thins. Oreo Thins. That's Clyde Oreos. <laughs> if oh, it's God. not double stuff, I'm not interested. Who would be double? Santa. Santa would be double stuffed Oreos. <laughs> Pink she'd double stuffed Oreos. She'd be dropping them, dropping them down her cleave and like smearing the No, she'd be dipping them in the margarita herself. and throwing them out into the crowd. Ew. That's what would she would. That was amazing and very unsanitary and high tech. Right. <laughs> she won't be doing that in 2021. No, so many things never going to happen again. Mm -hmm. Did you know that you cannot scream on roller coasters anymore? That's like a wow. new... I know. Oh, my I God. Finally, today. Rattlesnake's moment has come. <laughs> she rides roller coasters, but she never screams. <laughs> <laughs> Tori is an oracle. Oh, my God. We should pull a song from the Toracle right now, should we? Let's see. What if it's yes. Rattlesnake? Hold on. Let me yeah. grab the Toracle. What should we ask it? Okay, ask it a question. We have this bag, for those who don't know, we have this bag of Tori Amos songs, all in a bag. The bag was designed by Jillian Doty. It's like an actual cloth velvet or satin Ooh. bag. Yeah, with like patches. She did like this patchwork um, style sewing. I don't know anything like about it. But, okay. But yeah, I'll have, like there's like a tiger and a zebra and rabbits and donuts and birds. And it's really awesome. But... It has every song in here, including the Christmas Tide song. So, ask a question. Ooh. David. So, ask anything your heart desires. Um, which song has the best credit score? N which? Oh, that's a good question. Which song has the best credit score? <laughs> Samurai. <laughs> oh man. Why is that? Doesn't buy because anything. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know why. Samurai has the best credit. I find that hard to believe. I feel like Collections is coming for Samurai and they can't find her. <laughs> that's, yeah, exactly. That's She's in hiding. Yeah. Um, next question. Okay. Uh, hmm. I'm just rifling through these songs to come up with a question. Which girl is getting her own PS5 spinoff game? You, are, you asked the best questions. Will you be on the next Friday's episode of The Daily Show? Sure, yeah. Okay. Which girl's getting her own PS5 spinoff game? Girl. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> That's That's, can you imagine playing girl on PS5? Tori Amos is girl. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's like, she goes through, she's everybody else's girl, and you have to yes. get her to be her own. At oh. the end, she becomes her own. Yeah. If you win, if you win the game. Also, you are also writing the song "Girl" throughout the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You I are love writing it. the song "Girl." I love it. You got to find wow. the pillow to your dots. You have to. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you get to. That part's gonna be real fun, but it's hard. I know. <laughs> David, you should finish this article before our clubhouse. <laughs> I mean, I don't guess we don't have to end at the hour mark, but. Hey, can I ask one follow-up question? Yeah, for the yes. bag or for us. What? Yeah, for the bag. Oh, okay. Yes. What song would be most likely to be plucked from obscurity from PS22 to become a star? Oh. <laughs> the Chase. Following the PS5. The Chase. Really? Yeah. It's, Which it's, is, oh, I was like going to say, instrumental, isn't that right? instrumental? Yeah. 
I can see them being like a like a like a Glee style. Yeah, I can see it happening. <laughs> also, I'm having an internet connectivity issue. What? So you want me to finish the article? I can read. Well, yeah. Okay, read it. Continue. Even in her 90s heyday, most press coverage treated Amos as a freak rather than a talent. Of course, the real news about Tori Amos is that she's genuine article, platinum-plated, 100% crazy, ran the opening what? sentence of one early profile. She was written as Tori Amos, the whacked-out star child, the woman who would divulge more about her miscarriage in a 15-minute phone interview than some, than some close friends would tell you in a year. One who once informed a Rolling Stone reporter to his face that if he didn't believe in fairies, he was no different from Hitler as far as I'm concerned. I don't know about that. Is that an actual quote? I don't. I'm going to look for no. it. You vamp. Is that in quotes? That is in quotes. They say yeah. she said that. Ah, uh, Sadie. Sadie. <laughs> Sadie. Sadie. Let's see. Shame, the first thing that comes name. up. Oh, interesting. Uh-oh. Direct quote. Mm, the first thing that comes up is an article in 2011 from New York, uh, NBC New York, that says, should you go see Tori Amos? Pros and cons. Tori Amos <laughs> is playing the beacon. <laughs> it's like... Uh, I want to know the cons. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Just So the it cons. says, Tori Amos is playing the Beacon Theater Friday and Saturday. You might still be able to get tickets, but should you? It's quite the conundrum. <laughs> Who writes an article like this? Tori Amos' body of work is all but bulletproof up to a point, and her lyrical fixations and aesthetic choices tend to inspire either adoration or revulsion. And there's the holiday album to parse. If you really like Sion all these years and Codalite Sneeze back in the day, but lost track of her over the years, should you try and make it out? Once again, let nonstop sound help you with this difficult decision. The cons. Isn't she the woman that writes all those songs about the fairies? Wow. Yeah. The pros. No, the con, another con. Dude, take your Joseph Campbell name, drop back to your MFA program, admit she's a fairy woman. Oh, it's just, oh God, I hate this. What? From her 1998 Rolling Stone cover story, I want to torture the people who don't understand the world of fairies, fumes Amos with almost church lady righteousness. She said, I want to torture the people who don't believe in fairies. Who don't understand the world of the fairies. You'll get some reporter from Vogue who doesn't know what she's talking about, who prints me as some insipid Tinkerbell character. Well, Tinkerbell ain't up my strassa, baby. I'm not not some shivering waif in the forest. Sometimes I want to grab these bitches by the hair and take them to the world of fairy and say, would you repeat that? People can be so okay. vicious toward the imaginary world, and it saddens me. You kill a lot of people's dream that way. You're no different from Hitler, as far as I'm concerned. She did say that. Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. Well, you know. The 90s were a rough time for everybody. I mean, wow. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm too young. Oof. <laughs> Woof. Oof. All right. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going, David. Oh, wait. David's having connectivity issues. He's texting me. Uh, I'll keep going. In turn, some of Amos's most popularly beloved albums have been greeted with shocking amounts of conden... I was going to say condensation. Oh, my <laughs> God. Condescension. And not all those who dismissed her were men. In Rolling Stone, Evelyn <gasps> McDonald... Hey, actually, it says in Rolling Stone, Evelyn McDonald spent a large chunk of her Boys for Paley review rallying against Amos's personality before finally getting to the music itself, which it seemed the critic might not have actually listened to. And you know what we did, Awad? We just did that. No, we we actually interviewed Evelyn McDonald about that Rolling Stone review uh, <sighs> in the Boys for Paley season, yeah. Oh my God. Wait, what, what, I'm curious, what season are you on right now? Um, we are in the middle of the Choir Girl B-Sides. So we just are, we're releasing uh, Purple People this week. Wow, that's so exciting. Yeah. 
everything you ever wanted to know about purple people. You lost David. Oh, David, you're back. You're back. I mean, Christmas in Space is really the better title. Well, Christmas is in, Christmas in Space is the title for Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. So get on board. It's not... Christmas. Wait, really? Yeah, it was a misprint. Have, I did not know that. You'll have to listen to our really? episode to find out. No, I didn't know it was a misprint. I thought that was just like the secret little title. Or no, that was the teaser for our episode. <laughs> You'll have to listen. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's a misprint. Christmas in space, total misprint. Wow. 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 All right, David. I read one art I read one I read all the way through Evelyn McDonald. And I was wowing a wad with the fact that we interviewed Evelyn McDonald <laughs> on the show. Okay. Take it from where about an album where Amos shrieks. Um, bu- 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 oh, about an album where Amos shrieks about slit throats and cannibalism as a way of expressing what? her sexual discontent. <laughs> That's rude. Devotes songs to Satan and Strychnine, and at one point just plain instructs a man to kill himself like she's Matthew McConaughey in True Detective. What? Rolling That's Stones. Not a con- reference point. <laughs> Rolling Stones' conclusion was that Amos doesn't seem to know how to rage. <laughs> McDonald may be a lady, but her obvious discomfort with feminist speak and Amos's girlish high femme musical presentation is precisely the kind of self-defeating viciousness women are trained to aim at one another in order to vouch for exceptionalist cool no. girl status within a male-dominated culture. I think I dislike that part of the article the most because Can we talk about how 2014 that sentence was? Yeah, <laughs> yes, please. Yes, it like can. sounds so dated even now. It's extremely cringy. Yeah. Yeah, I see you cringing. Uh, no, I found Evelyn to be really lovely and a, a feminist herself. So, whatever. Keep going. We're almost, all it's, we're almost done. For all its ambition, it's only to be expected that some critics would find Boys for Pele mystifying. But Amos's 1994 album, Under the Pink, the one with some of her most accessible mainstream pop hits, got the same treatment. In Entertainment Weekly, Greg Sandow posited that Amos might be the most annoyingly precious artist who ever lived, screeching off into the most lightheaded regions of outer space, before arguing that she might not be focused on anything deep enough to support her exhausting intensity. So she's, too, in- so she's too intense, but doesn't know how to sound angry? Okay, is in the article. In their review of 1998's Choir Girl Hotel, a relatively... What strange- is this one? Is this one Entertainment Weekly, you said? BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. No, this is BuzzFeed. But I- that but that quote was from Entertainment Weekly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. Um, in their Buzzfeed. review of 1998's Choir Girl Hotel, a relatively straight-ahead techno rock album, the AV Club sounded happily surprised that Amos wasn't being, well, laughed at more. Hmm. What? No. That's mean. That is mean. People have always been so mean to her. I found the article. The BuzzFeed article? Yeah. You want to read the last? We're at Tori Amos at Radio City Music Hall. I don't know where you are. I just loaded it from, um, like, over here on. We're, like, three quarters of the way down. Yeah, there's, like, three paragraphs left. and it's. I didn't realize how long this is. Okay, wow. We're at Tori Amos at Radio City Music Hall 2009. That's where we are. Okay, 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 okay. Yes. <laughs> But that's in the article. Okay. Yes, Tori Amos believes very some very weird things. But she also believes lots of sensible ones. For the most part, all the fairy talk was ornamentation on points about fundamentalism being oppressive. <laughs> Women and queer people being shamed for their sexuality and the value of emotional honesty. Before Tumblr was made her... What? Before Tumblr made her brand... Con- Before uh, Tumblr made her brand of confessional confrontational feminism commonplace, 
it was all too easy to use that too as evidence that Amos was crazy. Uh. Hmm. I don't like the tone of this. <laughs> right? The tone is the tone's just getting very weird. Me- it's very not woke. I will tell you that we were reading this and we decided we read like a quarter of the way in. We're like, oh, let's just save it for the air. Like that way it'll be fresh. Maybe we should have. It is. It, David. Okay. Keep Amos going. is a woman who's aged in public. What the fuck? <laughs> While maintaining the audacity to seek out mainstream attention. What does that no, sentence mean? She's being facetious. The, the, Sadie's how being dare facetious. she seek out mainstream That's what she's saying. That how yeah. that Tori Amos has the gall to do that. That um, that's not well, allowed. But she's not even trying in... to get mainstream. She just made a record with Dutch gramophone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think she's chilling. Yeah. Like fair. Fair. I think she's not reading the room really. <laughs> like Sadie, girl, this is not. She's not in your Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift world. Yeah. <laughs> she lives in Cornwall. She makes ambient music. <laughs> Like, she's chilling. <laughs> she's chilling. She's chilling. Um, okay, where was I? Boom. In her 2005 autobiography, Piece by Piece, Amos spoke about the fact that her labels, her first label's plan for dealing with disputes was to bury her until she was too old to get signed again. These days, people often refer to her in the past tense. Y'all see what I'm talking about? No, that's Shit true, like that. though. Like, she's saying that that's the problem. I think that Sadie... The, the writer is saying that that's the problem. Um, she's not agreeing that people should or that that's what should be, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. We see. We see. 2014's music industry, which, by the way, was fucked up. That's when Kesha was talking about some real shit. Yeah. Yeah. 2004's music industry is increasingly dependent on discovery algorithms and fresh talent. In a world where 12-year-old girls are put into sessions with adult songwriters so that they can launch quick-burning pop careers before they're old enough to drive, there's not a well-beaten path for 50-something women to walk as they sing about raising teenage children or trying to keep a 16-year marriage intact. The best they can hope for is to be legacy artists. Mm. Accepted because of the importance of their early work, Stevie Nicks can release all the new albums she wants. But no matter how much we love her, we're always going to define her as the lady who sang Rihanna. Mm. I mean, it's sad. It's sad. <clears throat> First off, we're always going to think of her as the lady who sang Landslide, not right. Rihanna. Right. I'm going to think of her as the lady who sang Dreams. Yeah. Right. Not... Yeah. Like, not Rihanna. The what about Edge of Rihanna. 17? Oh, Edge of 17, too. And yeah, right? stand back, stand back. Yeah. Yeah, but like, are you going to say Rihanna? No. <laughs> Though every time, honestly, right. whenever I hear no. Rhiannon, I think of Dee Dee Banami, who was on one, like, four episodes of the of American Idol one year and, like, got voted off super early. But she did a cover of Rhiannon that I love, and I always go to that one. Mm. Better than Stevie Nick. Do you follow her on Instagram? Dee Dee Banami? I do. She doesn't have that many followers. Oh, my God. Is she good, though? Does she still sing? I can't promise you that. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. That's good. Yeah. Um... But all of today's big-name teenagers and 20-somethings will, one hopes, hit 50 someday. Damn, so now we're just talking about people's mortality. Um, <laughs> this article has it all. Will... Yeah, I'm like, shit, girl. Sadie, <laughs> we got real. All right. Many of them will probably want to release music. Damn, what? <laughs> and to have that music treated as current and relevant. 
if they're able to do that, that might be one thing they owe to Tori. <laughs> it's true. She released her best album in a very long time in 2017. Native Invader. Can we talk about that album? She, sure. Sadie didn't even know that was coming. She wrote that shit. <laughs> she did. What's your favorite track on Native Invader? I know David's favorite. Uh, mine is Wings. Oh, I actually really love Wings. Mm. Yeah. Wings is cool. It's like an actual cool song. suffering <laughs> this is me waiting in line at trader joe's <laughs> suffering suffering yeah. knowing just waiting for them that's to try to suffering. make small talk with you and ask you if you found everything you were looking for <laughs> that's my that's hell God, don't do it don't look at me. me don't look at me i have my own thoughts honestly that's content. Somebody just clipping the you've been suffering for weeks <laughs> and putting that over literally anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that we should do a Tori Amos top 10 list, our top Let's 10 Tori Amos songs. Okay. Um, and just off the top of your head, although David and I will yes. admit that we cheated because we wrote ours out in advance. Okay. Cool. Um, but everybody listening, Jamie and Tim, and I think you should do it as well, and then raise your hand and tell us <laughs> what your top ten list is, if you want, if you want no pressure. Um, okay. Okay. So start. Uh, um, David. Just, yeah, David should start. Hit it, David. Okay. Am I going ten to one? Yeah, well, are so they in countdown? order? They're in order. Okay. They're in order. Okay. Yes. Give them ten to one. Okay. Ten. Bang. Oh, next time I'll have a drum roll, David. <laughs> okay. Nine. Girl. Eight, yeah. Sister Janet. Mm. Seven, BQ Horses. Beauty yeah. Queen Horses. Six, Little Earthquakes. Mm. Five, Space Dog. Gotta have it. Four, Mother. Three, Cotolite Sneeze. Two, Pretty Good Year. One, Father Lucifer. Mother should have been like a marketing tool for. Uh, for Uber. Or I, for Lyft. Oh mother, the car is here. Yeah. Mother, the car is I love how you threw out Mother, David. You're like, for Mother, and then took a big, meaty pause, expecting us to be like, <gasps> shocked. No, I love that Mother was, Mother's right where she's supposed to be. Number four. Well, yeah, and Mother herself is meaty, so my pause must have, she's like seven <laughs> minutes long. Don't I love her. That. She's 658. That's right. Are you sure where my track is? Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, these are my top ten, and... Awad, don't forget to write yours down because you're next. Okay. Let nope. me get, let me get My 10 are shocking, though, David told me earlier. So, and I feel like some of them have already changed since this morning. <laughs> so, okay. Number 10, Oysters. Number 9, <laughs> Take Me With You. Yeah. I love that song. Number 8, Donut Song. Number 7, yeah. Space Dog. Number 6, Upside Down. Number five, Precious Things. Number four, Little Earthquakes. Number three, Zero Point. Number two, Spring Haze. And number one, Hotel. Done. Yes. Okay, yes. so I didn't do actual songs. <laughs> but I did my top 10 Tori Amos looks. But I did my top 10 Tori Amos like, moments that I'm thinking about like okay. in a song. Okay, hit, hit us. 
Okay, so I really like the part in The Beekeeper where she said, in your gown, when you're breathing mask on. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I really just like that one part a lot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. What about plugged um, into a heart machine as if you ever needed one? That is... That's a beautiful lyric. I mean, staggering. That just makes it really, like, sentimental and beautiful, but just yeah. like, in your gown! That part is good. Breathing mask gown. It's very goth. It's, yeah. like, very Peter Murphy. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um... And then I really like the I hear your pain screaming part of Chocolate Song. Ah, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think I hear your pain screaming is very good. Mm-hmm. That's a very good lyric, and I'm surprised she wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, rude. I hear your pain screaming. <laughs> it's very good. Um, number, I don't know. What are the other ones? Donut Song is best lyrics, period. Mm-hmm. Um, two cents, too many. That's mm-hmm. fucking great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me do a couple other ones. Tom Big V, the fucking that whole thing is great. All of it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's what that's what I got. I wasn't really prepared for this, but I had the we in your gown with the breathing mask is really good. Um, what about Martha's Foolish Ginger? I mean, the whole song, the whole really thing. good. All right, in honor of our number one songs, I want to... You go, girl. (laughs) That's for the number ones. Um, I'm going to be prepared next time. Yeah, so this was... Actually, David and I were experimenting. We we talked about... We're shocked that not only did Mary Kirk pop in for a second and Dor was here for most of the time, but Jamie and Tim have pretty much... Well, Jamie's been here the whole time. Hi, Jamie. And then Tim came in and hasn't left, which I'm very happy about. So we, me and David thought we were just going to do this by ourselves a lot. And then you showed Wow. Up. I know. We were like... Because the Britney show, my friend Matthew's Britney Clubhouse, the very <laughs> first time he did it, uh, it was just the two of it was him and his co-host and they were like working out the kinks and that's what David and I kind of wanted to do and like figure this whole thing out because we wanted to start like doing our podcast on here. What do you think about that? Like recording it here with people so people could speak in if they wanted to talk about a song that whatever song I, we're doing. I think it's great. There can be significantly less me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why? I don't know. I think I don't have to take like you know, it's the podcast. That's what I mean. Because do. the people you work with? <laughs> no, I will absolutely. I love it. Are you kidding me? I just need you to tell me their Instagram handles so that I can send them to Ramos. <laughs> like, I'll send them videos. Just, to, just. No, I want to do it. <laughs> like, if they if they can't get into Sweet the Sting, come on. <laughs> I mean, can we get into Sweet the Sting? I love that song. Do you? But I, I hate that the dent will forever be preserved with her looking side-eyed from the Leno stage during her performance of Sweet the Sting. I think that is a slap in the face, Mike. Why? I think that is. I hate that picture so much. Like, it's not flattering. That was the only time she performed with the band during the Beekeeper era? No, no, she didn't perform with the band that time. That was solo. Oh. Yeah. That was my last Leno. That's how I remember. Shit, you were there? I was there, yeah. I was there. Sweet the sting. And she did the baby. Is it sweet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really experimental. So did Jamie or Tim come up with their top 10 list? And if so, please raise your hand and we'll bring you in. Just so you know, Eve, our Tory net didn't manage to capture any random Tory fans. Jamie is, in fact, my boyfriend. So. Oh, well, did you? does he have a 10? No pressure. He might want to raise his hand to talk about something that's not his Tory top 10, but... I don't oh, know if he does he have a, Does he have a Tory top 10? 
Is he a Tory uh, fan? Is he even a Tory fan? <laughs> David, I I'm thought this was sure a I'd safe go, space. I don't think I'd go that far. <laughs> don't gay, don't gatekeep E. You're right. That's one of our that rules. That was one of our club rules. <laughs> is it no gatekeep? I thought it was a, my our first rule should be safe space. Second rule, don't gatekeep. <laughs> Third rule, how many shows have you actually right, seen? Yeah. <laughs> Don't gatekeep, but only 100 shows or more. Yeah. <laughs> no gatekeeping, but literally, if you haven't seen over 75 shows, I don't want to talk to you. Right. You should be embarrassed. What is your show count, Ahmad? I'm Ahmad. over 150. I'm somewhere over 150, under 300. Under we, sh we should do a, a tour all year just with you instead of just with you and John. Like, we should split you two up because oh we did God. yours together. Yeah. And we didn't, I don't feel like we actually really like got two like deep into it i have so many i'm excited for her to tour again but i also hope she's like having more fun i uh, do you think the next one will be the band yes oh well, i do Tori's known for anything it's for having fun well i mean she she has fun on stage <laughs> i think she has fun like whether or not it is a fun experience it's, it's fun hey, for us i think it's fun i love it every single time I think that right. being in held like in lockdown for a year at this point, like you put thing everybody puts things in a perspective and like when we all get out of it, we're only gonna do what we wanna do and we're gonna like really experience the things we've missed so much, right? And I think for I'm her literally that has gonna to, do the entire tour. Yeah, you said same and I think for her that has to be like touring with a band. You know And for me the other thing is it's like if Tori can tour then I wanna tour. <laughs> Exactly. If she could do the whole thing, if she, I mean, we'll see. But if she, if she does the whole thing, we will. <laughs> right. I'm just like, if Tori can tour, then I want to tour. Oh yeah. Well, we've sort of joked about it, but why don't we do it? We can be like Hedwig and the Angry Inch and set up shop at like the Sizzlers next door to the venues where I'm she's playing. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the Sizzlers do next to the venue. I'll do a tent. I mean, she's not actually playing any venues at Sizz like near Sizzlers. <laughs> Houston, there is that. What is that Hollywood rock? cafe i don't know there's a oh my god the woodlands oh the woodlands i wasn't even thinking oh is that the mall that's the mall right that's the mall yeah we could leave you at the sizzler david <laughs> and we'll just say we'll meet you there for the after show dinner i'm not gonna say no to that nor be insulted by it if that's what you're trying to do okay <laughs> well do y'all think that she's gonna do any more alley meet and greets ever i don't No. well she said no hugs. more back alley meet and greets hugs, i don't think so. yes hugs tea Yes, hugs, but it's going to be inside the venue regulated by a ticket. Oh, you're right. That's a really good point. Yeah. And that ticket is going to have to come with you got to send your vaccination your, results. Your right? vaccination number. Yeah. Like you're going to have to. And we're going to be taking your temperature at the venue. Yeah, and it's of course like, they will. Sick, don't bring a friend. And it's like. I, I really don't think there can be any touching. There's not going to be. Can we put yeah. it in a box like the Tallulah video and just press she's our gonna hands? Do, she's to going to do that too. hug that she does from the stage where she's like puts her arms up to her own children up to her own you know yeah. like fake hugs that's gonna be like you come up to within six feet of her she gives you that like fake little hug the air hug and then she's then yeah. you make your request and then she says what and you say i have also, trauma no she's going on tour what she's not gonna put her daughter at risk she's not bringing her daughter on tour does that mean we're not going to get She promise? put her daughter at risk every time she was running the merch booth. What are you talking about? She was running, I'm like, do you think she's going to bring Interacting with those more? fans? She was running the merch booth with someone, though. She wasn't That's alone. True. <laughs> yeah, she's not going to bring her daughter. <laughs> she's like, you're staying your ass in Cornwall. You're going to chill with Adele's kids. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, God. it's not going to go down. Do you think it'll happen this year? I mean, she has tour dates booked in the end of the year, just so we're all aware. 
in Providence. Yeah, well, no, the whole tour, my friend, is booked. Like, it, what I imagine happened is that they took the, they lifted the 2020 show dates when that didn't happen and moved them a year in advance to 2021. So they mm. they basically have the same dates as before, and they were just going to kind of mm. see what happens. And I think they'll do it. I think they're going to do it because she hasn't been she hasn't made any money hardly. I guess I don't think she's going to do it. Really? I don't. And if I do, and if she does, are we ready to talk about how much those tickets are going to cost? Those tickets, because it's going to be half cap. Yeah. It's going to be half capacity. They're going to be expensive. It's going to be quarter caps. At some of these are half caps. Oh, you're, you're right. right. You're right. It'll be quarter cap. And so I'm thinking the ticket prices are going to be like 150, 200. And I'll, I will pay it, I guess. And there and will be no upgrades. Will there will be no upgrades. Yeah, this is, the front row is over. The people who go to all the cities stay back. <laughs> Put them in the back row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there will be no upgrades. How? Honestly, I think the front row is over. Front row is over. Over. I think it's done. That's sad. That... End of an era. What does that mean to you? Um, not much. I think we'll, <laughs> I think we'll go back to tour as usual what do you think have we reached the point where we finally understand that we held gold dust in our hands (laughs) i don't hold hold shit (laughs) um i think we'll tour again did tim have a top 10 list did he come up with tim carew that's fine tim it's so hard to choose she has 450 songs it's okay i'm gonna oh wait he has a hand i was about to say we'll pick tim's top 10 from the bag Uh oh (laughs) hold on we're letting tim in Hello, are you in? Uh oh. Wait, wait. Took a sec. Is my mic work right now? Yeah. Here we go. Oh yeah. Hi. Um, hi. This is so nice to listen to you guys. Oh, it's so nice to hear your voice. How have you been? Oh, not too bad. How about you? I saw your dog's a city dog. I have two city dogs. Oh my god, amazing. I am so lucky. Yeah. Um, how's the They're right here snuggled up with me? How's the uh, inn? Um, it is still not open. Mm. Um, but we're really hoping we're doing like some test runs with people. And if it's not an absolute disaster, we'll open the bookings up for, uh, probably Memorial day weekend onward. That's good. Do you want to do a test weekend with the Tory gays? Yeah. Where every room has just got a Tory gay in it. (laughs) Yeah. It's a COVID small spreader. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, give us your top ten. We're ready. All right, this is very difficult, and I actually don't think this is my top ten. I think this is my top ten this hour. Oh, okay, fair. Um, yeah. And fair. now that I've yeah. now that I've like started thinking about it, I'll hang up and go listen to a bunch of songs and be like, "How could you not say this wasn't stupid? Three? Stupid." Um, um, but I, top I, one and two are always the same, which is Twinkle and Putting the Damage On. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm going in reverse order, so those are my two favorite. Okay. Um, yes. And then um, Cloud on My Tongue. Number three? Yep. Okay. Uh, hotel. Oh, God bless you. Uh, honey and Sugar. Oh, um, the sisters. But if it's uh, the live one from Tavinus and Back, you would flip those. Yes. Sugar around Honey. Oh. Uh, seaside. Yes. Um, lust. Fuck, I forgot about Seaside. I forgot oh, about Lust. Seaside is so good. I'll never forget about Seaside because I heard the first time it was played. Oh. Um, was that in New Hampshire? It was in Portland, Maine, my friend. Maine, that's right. Yes. I knew it was somewhere in New England. Did you go to that show? 
I would that whole tour. <laughs> yeah, okay, every day. That, that, was, that, little, that little stretch was really cute. That was the most like. So I'm from Portland. I and I was a teenager at the time, so it was really difficult for me, me to get to shows. I would usually only get to one, maybe two a year. It was always Boston. They were always on a school night, so it was such a pain in my ass to get there. Um, and so her playing in Portland was like the biggest night of my life. Oh, because mm-hmm. um, I lived two blocks from the venue, so That's I like sick. got to just enjoy my whole day and psych myself out, and of course <laughs> could not go to the meet and greet because I had to be in school. Uh, um, but in hindsight, do you do you wish that you skipped school for the meet and greet like David did? I only do Fre- not frequently. I was, in, <laughs> I was in like borderline not being allowed to graduate territory, like David it was. was <laughs> It was not good, so I, I now probably high school was worth nothing. So probably I do regret it, but at the time, <laughs> at the time. So we got suicide um, and then lust at number eight. Give us yeah, round us out. N- number nine is father son. Oh my god. Um, and number ten is oysters. Oh my god, we're oh I love oysters. Mm, Best song she's yeah. written in ten years, without a doubt. It's oysters. so beautiful. Yes. It really dueling I oysters. The first time I listened to it and like just tearing up and it was like I hadn't had a song hit me like that in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Didn't we go to a bar on tour called Dueling Oysters? No. no. Did we? No. <laughs> Sounds great. No. No, but there should be one. <laughs> Um, well, thanks for that, Tim. I was going to pull yeah. your top 10 songs from the bag. Are you ready? So, yeah, but since but since you gave us your top 10, we're going to pull Jamie's top 10 songs from the bag, and then we're going to decide okay. what kind of person he is based on the songs that come out of the Ooh, bag. Oh, I my God. It. This is the best game ever. <laughs> what did you say, Tim? I said that sounds great. Okay, good. Okay, best game ever. David. I could save you the time and tell you what kind of person he is. Well, no, we're going to decide, and that <laughs> it's going to be written into the record. So this goes public on Patreon tomorrow, and then, and then it's real. Okay, Awad, <laughs> listen up, because I think you'll be able to really get to the heart of the kind of person he is by these songs. Okay, I'm pulling one at a time. Here we go. This is 10 to 1. This is his top 10. Oh, yeah. How do okay. we want to do it? 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Yeah, 10 to 1. Okay. Take yeah. it Torgo. <laughs> God, I'm so I'm going sorry. To be, I'm going to be writing these down for my records. Yeah, okay, please do. Uh, this is like a different version of the tarot. Exactly. We are telling you who you are based on what comes out of the bag in your name. <laughs> okay. Number 10 for Jamie is for Mark. Mm. Wow. So he's sentimental. He's a rare bird. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. For Mark being on your top ten, come on. Okay, number nine. So not even, never been recorded. It was an in-studio radio performance. Like, oh, you think you like Tori? We all know. Oh wait, one time. We all know. Remember for Mark. Number nine. Now, concertina. And in particular, a live moment with lip gloss and all. Oh my God! Yes. Number eight. I'm so sorry, David. Hoochie woman. <laughs> this is not even a joke here i'm gonna shake i'm gonna give the bag a good shake so we've already got concertina and hoochie woman so she's a party girl she's a party girl she's a party girl but with a sentimental side for mark okay number uh-oh number 10 9 8 this is number seven i'm reaching deep i'm reaching deep in hold on um almost rosy okay almost wow. rosy um I don't know what to, what do we make of I'm that. I'm not sure yet. Almost Rosie's a political song, though. Okay. Sometimes some ways, the right? story is not clear until the, the end. end yeah. We have all the pieces. Nine, eight, yeah. seven. This is number six. It's like Memento. Okay. Six. Twinkle. Exactly. That's not bad. 
Yeah. Twinkle. Oh, has something in common with little Tim Carew. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. This is number... Wait, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. This is number 5. I'm just, like, going deep in. Hold on. Number 5. Oh, Tom Bigby. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. All right. We're getting better. So we can so far assume that Concertina and Hoochie Woman are for sentimental reasons. That we, you know, they're on the list because we, you know, for reasons we don't understand. But that he still has good taste. Twinkle Weird. and Tom Bigby. Okay. This is four. Oh, my God. Um, it's Dolphin Song. Yes! <laughs> As number four, it's Dolphin Song. Mm. Yes! Smooth like, smooth like Dolphin. That song is excellent. You raced a giant roller skate. Um, number three. Wait, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Number three is Ophelia. Aww. You know what? I, every time I hear Ophelia, uh, what I think of you in L.A. when we met Big Jim. Do you remember Big Jim? <laughs> <laughs> so we met this guy in the Orpheum Theater who was like 50, maybe yeah. late 40s, but had, had recovered from his crystal meth addiction. But you could tell that he'd been addicted to crystal meth for a very long time. And <laughs> he was yep. instantly, uh, like, instantly attracted to Awad and was, like, there on him. Like, in, in the pre-show in the lobby, was, like, on him. And he's like, well, and he was trying to, like, turn. And Awad just, Awad did not want anything to do with him. <laughs> but I thought he was cute. So I was like, what about I mean, me? it was a moment, but I was not into it. <laughs> no, he, he, was, he was very strange. But he kept telling Awad... Well, just so you know, they call me Big John. Fucking you know? weird. Yeah. He had a big wiener. He One, did. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Number two. Are you ready? Yeah. Posse bonus. Posse wow. bonus. Weird. Can you, what are we thinking about this? It's like Shaggy's here. <laughs> hey, yeah, people like posse bonus. Okay. David, I'm going to put my hand in the bag. I'm shaking it one last time, and you just tell me when to stop. Hold on. I'm ruffling through. You just say stop, and whatever I'm okay, touching is... Okay, I'm like, closing my eyes and swaying. Seriously, seriously, hold on. Let me get a good shuffle in there. Okay, they're all kind of rearranged. Okay, tell me. All right, again, I'm having connectivity issues, and I don't want to oh, miss no. this. Did you miss anything we said? No, I think I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you positive? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, wait. Okay. No, on. I got it all. Dolphin song, weird, Ophelia, <laughs> no thank you, posse bonus, what? What? <laughs> All right, are you still are you still rooting around? No, no, there? I took my hand out. Hold on, sorry. Okay, it's Concertina again. <laughs> I've been to twice. I've been to that show where she played Concertina twice, I think, or at least it seemed like it. Did she? Oh, no. Uh, okay. All right. Wait, I was actually at that show. That was the artist in. Mm -hmm. Oh, did she do it twice? Uh, anyway, keep going. Tell me when. Okay, I'm stopping when you tell me. Ready? Hold on. Do you hear it? Stop. Okay. Uh-oh. Mr. Badman. <laughs> Jamie. Oh, my God. Uh, Jamie's number one favorite song is Mr. Mr. Badman. <laughs> I like it. So I, we like got, your, I like that top ten. I think That's he's a, a political person. We got Mr. Badman, Posse Bonus, Ophelia, Dolphin Song, Tom Bigby, Twinkle, Almost Rosie, but also a little bit of a party girl, Hoochie Woman, Concertina, and ultimately Spontaneous for Mark. Can I tell you who I this is? I stand a top 10 with no earthquakes or pink. <laughs> this is a hardcore scene kid 
who is totally straight but is just into Tori Amos. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> You're right. like, very straight. Oh, you, you heard that? You heard that track? Uh, Dolphin song is slaps. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> there it is, right there. You're right. Wow. Is he a hardcore scene kid? Yeah. Would you uh, agree, David? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Well, that that's a fun game. And oddly straight, which is going to be a problem in our relationship. I guess so. Wow. Good luck. <laughs> well, they always stay there straight. It's pretty, when it gets down to it, yeah. the lines start to blur. Yeah. Yeah. Like by the time you get the down. The first and the 40th drink. <laughs> but by the time you get to Ophelia, <laughs> lines are blurred. Yeah. <laughs> that chill, no it bends. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, this clubhouse was really fun. I think we should do it again, David. And I think we should tell more people this time. And yeah. Publicize, publicize it a little bit better. Right. Um, people get skeeved out by clubhouse. You just have to get more people on. They get they get skeeved out by it. Yeah. How Not so? Skeeved out. That's the wrong phrase. But like intimidated. A lot of people don't understand what it is. They don't understand yeah. how to get on. It's a little bit of a process to get on. I still have my two invitations though. So if somebody. Ooh. Who wants to do this? You next need a profile pic, Tim. That. I know. I did this really quick so I could come talk oh, to you guys. Fun. Um, so we'll do better about publicizing it, I guess. I like the. I like having people talk that know about Tori. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we do a different topic every week? Like, I mean, it's always going to be Tori, but should it be like. What's the next song in your situation? We're in the middle of recording Sugar. So. Wow. Yeah. So we'll have to do next week will be sugar and I'll have to tell Shay that we're But isn't sugar a, like ninety two B set? Yeah, well we went back and we redid the whole we're redoing the whole little earthquakes period. So we're simultaneously releasing the choir girl B sides and the little earthquakes B sides. Oh. Yeah. So, so in regular rotation, Purple People's coming out next. Yeah. And then it's we're coming gonna out. record Merry Little Chrysler. Have yourself a Merry Little have Crema. Wow. Crema. Crema. Mary Little Crema. Are you a, a fan of Merry Little Christmas a lot? Actually, I don't. I, no. <laughs> but that's your favorite oh, song, Christmas it. in Space. All of her holiday songs, I just do not register. <laughs> that's Re- the one that I love. I love that I one. Remember. I mean, I remember it from that Grey's Anatomy episode. Oh, is, God. Is it? We yeah. Need, we need to do more Even, research, I David. <laughs> I it's in like an episode of like Grey's Anatomy or ER. I think it was ER, not Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I was going to say. I would remember if it was Grey's Anatomy. Would you it remember if it was Chicago ER. Hope? No, no one would okay. remember Chicago Hope. <laughs> what was that? Wasn't she just in an episode of Grey's Anatomy with Silent all these years? Not so long ago. Yes, she was. Yeah, yeah. All right. Wasn't it called I Silent all these years? I love it when she years? gets money. I love it when she gets like royalties from. <laughs> yeah, we can almost. I know. I'd love to know what a check like that was for her. Right. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, do you think she's going to tour this year, Tim? Um. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I I really don't, if it's going to be half capacity, I think people will just wait until there's an understanding that it's safe to congregate regardless of mm-hmm. who's been vaccinated and who hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I suspect most artists, big artists will do that. They won't do half capacity shows. Yeah. Um, so if that's still not happening by 2021, I would say no. And then if we get the all the go ahead to do full capacity shows, I would say yes. Oh, gosh. Do y'all think she would play smaller venues in lieu of that? Because I could see her doing, like, a city winery tour. I could see her doing something cute like that, but it would be small and really... that Those would be crazy expensive tickets. Yeah. But that'd be worth it. But, like, that I could see paying $250 for. 
Well, for at least at a city winery, Tori Amos show. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking like if the smaller the venue, the less people you can fit in, socially distanced, right? So shouldn't she do bigger venues with the same amount of people that would normally come? I just feel like you'd be more comfortable. Yeah, that's true. Like imagine her playing like the Greek, but for like 500 people, but they all are all <laughs> spread out. That's a lot of walk-ins. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of walk to the top of those seats. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I got to go all the way up? Yeah, for real. Um, like or the Hollywood Bowl even like that's a very big venue. She finally like... gets to play the Hollywood Bowl. It's for five hundred people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, we're going to end our clubhouse now with a track that David has picked out since it is our inaugural episode <laughs> of this that we weren't sure if we should call it the clubhouse sandwich, which was a reference to the waitress, or if we should call it the lay days room. So with. <laughs> that um david has decided that this should be our inaugural track that we play out the show with uh is there anything mm-hmm. you'd like to say awad before we leave or tim before we leave i was gonna say you should call it five and a half freaks oh we didn't even get five and a half well i guess t- door was here for that's half. a good one <laughs> yeah five and a half freaks and yeah. keep it real cute that should be that's a good name for like the halloween thing that we do this year that oh, is, yeah. yeah, that is good. We'll save that. Can we it. save that There's a lot? <laughs> Any final words from anyone else? Jamie, for example, because that's literally the only other person who would be able to say something. <laughs> no? There. Okay. Well, I did hear something from the other room, but... <laughs> I don't think that's fair. What? I think you're making it up. Making what up? That you heard. What, what, what did you hear from the other room? I heard him laughing in the other oh, room. Oh, you heard laughter. <laughs> At a to- not at a Tori Amos song, I hope. Throwing his head back, cackling as if I would deign to speak in your clubhouse. <laughs> um, I mean, right. I also thought about, you could definitely have like a thing about Tori's haters and call it on Scarlet's cock. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> How everybody has been riding her dick for years. <laughs> and like, literally what that's about. You know what? Now, I mean, if you join, so this is how Clubhouse work, works. I don't know if you know. I know this is only your second Clubhouse award, and Tim, this is your first. But mm-hmm. join our club. There's a club that, that I, we named the Clubhouse Sandwich, not just the I room. Did, I did join that, right? Yeah, so if you're in the club, once we hit 100 members of the Tori Amos Clubhouse group, then anyone in the club can create a room, and then you can have your own on Scarlet's Cock room if you want. Like you, or yes. create an event. You can create your own event. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, okay. I love it. We're going to play out our first clubhouse out. with this song about the ladies' room. And this is mm. from, do you know, do you want to do quick research and tell us where it's from, David? Oh. Oh, wait, I, I get a I... Google ladies' room? Because I don't know what kind of hits. <laughs> oh, is this the improv where she like, that... was Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, this is live in Syracuse, October 13, 2007. Here's Tori Amos with Spank That Ass. Thanks for coming to our first clubhouse, and we'll be back probably next week. Thanks, Bye, everybody. everybody. Bye, guys. Yeah, hello there. So, it's homecoming here, huh? Funny that. Um, So I don't want you to feel like you're missing out on anything now that you're not at the homecoming dance. But you are with a former homecoming queen. Now, did you guys know 
that on this homecoming day, there's so many odd things happening. Do you know that? Backstage. These guys, do you know what's happening backstage? I need a groove. I need a groove. Give me. I need a groove. I need a groove. There was a man. C-sharp. There was a man. Backstage. I said. A man doing his thing. There was a man, you know. There was a man doing his thing. There was a man a talking, a talking on the phone. There was a man. Can you believe he was in a woman's room? And I said, boy, I've got to spank your ass. Come here. This is my room. I spank that ass. Oh, who do you work for? You are my crew. I'm spanking your ass. Oh, this is my room. And I literally how she ends the song wow what did she go into cornflake girl yeah <laughs> yeah spank that ass into cornflake girl <laughs> wow what an icon um all right we're done uh <laughs> that is a terrible way to end david to be fair <laughs> says you <laughs> i thought it was a great way you did a great job thank you uh <laughs> thanks david to be fair david wanted that as the first song we played so i should have lived up to that all right i hope everybody has a good sunday Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.